Rocket Racing presents Show Us Your Tips, Daggy and Beaver with you looking towards Stakes Day, wrapping up the Melbourne Cup Carnival. Uh, we might all be a little bit punt drunk, Beaver, but you you fared all right yesterday and we head towards the finale tomorrow. Yeah, it's a bit like that, mate. Is keeping up with uh, all the form and all the punting is uh, no mean feat, but uh, fared all right yesterday. Uh, the Dagster struggled a bit. The boys, yeah. caught, we caught up and had a few beers and had a punt and... Uh, you, you were reeling a, a little bit by the end of the day, but uh, Beaver came out swinging, as he always does. It's all character building. Uh, got That's it, mate. There's something. So anyway, we move on. We head to Stakes Day where there's a bit of rain around throughout the afternoon. The railhead's out to the eight. Look By this stage of the day, I think you want to be coming down the middle of the track, or this stage of the week, I should say. So we'll treat it that way. We kick off with the mile benchmark 90 where Hosier, from where we saw it yesterday, it's been backed into evens. Looks like the way to start the day? I think so. I think it looks uh, exactly the way to start the day. Um, look, it's got strong form. Uh, didn't get beat last preparation, resumes here, and this is a pretty moderate affair. It's got a uh, second favourite equation, uh, which I'm quite shocked, but uh, it hasn't really done a lot this preparation, but I've still continued on to bring it to Melbourne, and maybe it can run better, but I don't see it knocking the not going to off. No. you're on top. Uh, very hard to beat and goes on to bigger and better things from here, whatever they may be. Uh, now I think of it. Race two is the Queen Elizabeth, the group three over the 2,600 metres. We don't get any of the cup field backing up here. Uh, what are you doing? Um, look, uh, pretty interesting race, isn't it? It's a small field. Um Probably five good chances in it, uh, to be honest. Warning was good last start, but a hard horse to catch. Um, is that its run for the preparation? I don't think it wins two in a row too often. Uh, it's got the 59. I thought just at the odds, a horse like Wentwood um, might be hard to beat. It was uh, pretty good last start. It dug deep uh, to win the Bendigo Cup, which I thought was a good win, beating Smoking Romans. Um, who And the start before that, uh, beat home Floating Artist and ran a really close second to Duess. So I think that's pretty good form for this, around the 550. I'm happy to play. It's in the wider market. I've put warning on top, maybe maybe almost uh, jockey base there, but it was heavily back last start. One in due course comes down, but this is a wide, this is a wide race sound. Looked good last last run. It's been its best run in a long time. Luna Fair did beat blo- uh, Floating Artist, and you mentioned Wentwood. So... Uh, one on top from four and two, but yeah, a tricky and potentially a, stra- a trap race here because where's the speed? Uh, maybe someone might just roll forward and try and pinch a break on the other four. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, race three, benchmark 80 over the 2,000 metres. Where I was in market order here, I thought Alcione has been good this prep. Bowman goes on and... Not that it's much of a change losing Oliver there, but drawn okay this time of the carnival, as I've said, and takes on the other horses. I think it's a very live chance, as the market suggests, and the market's right with the other chance. Vitruvius heavily back last start, won well, and Preble's flying. So they're the two. Uh, what are you thinking? I'm just going to flip them. I'm going to go for Vitruvius at the odds and got my mate, Pauli Pruska, uh, who trains the stayers very well here. Love the way it won last start. I think this has settled off the midfield, and I think the way it's drawn, it uh, gets the right run and, and cut into the race here, and it can finish off down the middle of the track and gets three kilo pull. 
off the favourite. So I'm tipping that that weight pull um, might be enough to, to see it uh, prevail. Cool. Uh, race four is the 1400 metre listed Amanda Elliott for the three-year-olds. How's this for a race, Beaver? Who's going to win? No idea, mate. Um, look, pretty open race. Uh, I thought uh, Desert Rain could be hard to beat. Thought it was uh, pretty good at Mooney Valley last start, um, uh, two starts back, and then didn't have a lot of luck uh, behind Fangirl, uh, which was pretty good run last start at Randwick, and it franked the form coming to Melbourne. So I, I, I think it can go back to uh, Melbourne and be super hard to beat. Yeah, no idea. I I like what you said there. I like the other Sydney form that's come down. I don't like gate one, but bend the knee. I think that form's okay. And uh, the O'Shea stable's flying at the moment. Uh, I think Snits on Fire is a, a talented horse. It has formed through mixed moment last prep. And Daily Bugle's Daily Bugle is 30s, at least has a quick backup from the Carbine Club into this and might be able to swoop uh, late in the day from, or late in the carnival from that barrier. But tricky, tricky, tricky race. Race five is the Matriarch Stakes over the 2,000 metres, group two for the Mares, where I was happy to stick with only words here. I thought it was a pretty good win last start at the Valley. Sprick and Springboard off that. Preble, as I've said, sticks and drawn to advantage here. Uh, from our intrigue, J-Mac Waller, obvious, coming down. And Mimi's reward found a bit of form last time. But I think it's, yeah, the Waller 2 on top for me. How about yourself? Yeah, I've gone flipped it the other way. I've gone our intrigue um, coming down from uh, Sydney. Uh, look, Waller and McDonald combination at $15. Thank you. I'll, yep. have, a, I'll have a crack at that. Um, that's well worth a play in any race and such an open affair here. I think Nimalee's, um it's ready to, to do its best. Uh, pretty good run last start at Flemington in the Empire Rose behind Colette. It was only a length off him there. I think it's the main danger. Uh, but I'm going to put Alan Tree. You can't rule out only words. But, uh, again, don't think they win too many. Uh, some of these horses don't win two in a row too often. Uh, so our intrigue uh, to beat Nimalee. The first group one in the card, the Dali Sprint Classic, the 1,200 metres up the straight. Nature Strip is $1.30. He has everything to suit. Uh, is there any dangers? Nope. Oh, who runs second? Or you don't care? Who runs second? Ah, uh, oh, look, I think... I thought Ranch you know, might have been the one if he had to... I thought Ranchan might be the one. I, Bella Nipotin is one of my favourite horses. Yeah. Um, so I think it's as honest as they come. You know, three, one, two, one, three, two. Um, pretty good form. So you, you've got to expect that it'll finish in the placings again. So you're probably looking at the uh, probably two favourites, uh, Nature Strip and Bella Nipotina to run the Cornella. Beautiful. Race seven at the Chatham Stakes, 1,400 metre group three. I was... Happy to look towards. I'm treating Shalo as a bit first up only now, I've decided. I have been wrong before. Uh, hard to believe. So I was looking to dice roll here coming off the uh, forgive run in the T-Rack, but a great return to Rupert Clark, just missing there. Uh, again, drawn out, which I like and can give you a sight. Uh, one outside the market off the six-week freshen up. High Strangers, Honest, and uh, may improve here around the 30s. And a couple other bits and pieces throughout, but uh, 
dice roll on top for me. What are you thinking? Yeah, look, if you put a line through dice rolls form last start, uh, certainly uh, was there and thereabouts um, and has a bit of quality about it. So certainly wouldn't wouldn't uh, turn you against that. I tip Chalet as my best on the card, I think, past start. And uh, look, I don't see any reason why it, it can't produce another great run. Um, I I know you've you've put it as a first upper only, but that was pretty good. That was a pretty good run flying home. I think the set, the track will be suited by then uh, for the for the horses coming down the middle. And if it is, uh, look out. I think it's hard to beat. And I think Rainier resuming uh, and fresh could be could run a nice race as well. Beautiful. The other group one on the card, the McKinnon, is race eight, where Zaki Mr. Cox Plate and comes here, gets J Mac, who everyone told us is worth five lengths, and they might be right. What are you doing with it? Yeah, good race, eh? Um, 285 Zaki, and that's because they're obviously not sure how the injury illness has impacted it. Because last time it started in a race like this, it was a dollar forty. Yeah. Um, so I think if you if you think that it's recovered from that two thirty, and this isn't as tough a race as, as what it was in uh, previously, so um, it was almost that price in the Cox Plate, um, and this is not the Cox Plate. So look, Zaki for me on top. Love the way Colette's going. Backed up um, the last two starts, and uh, really uh, think it's flying at the moment. It's certainly going to be hard to beat in the two thousands right up its alley. So if Zaki's off its game, certainly for me. Uh, collects the horse to beat, and with a watch on Superstore. Yeah, Zaki on top uh, for everything you've said there. I am sticking. I think it can bounce back. Uh, I'll probably want a little better the more I think about it and the, more, the couple of doubts there are there. Uh, injury, the flat run, all the rest of it, it does get J-Mac. Uh, Colette's live, like you said, gets a quick backup out to 2000 now and gets a bit of cutout, and I'd be super keen on Hungry Heart here, but I don't think it goes at all in the wet. And... So I'm just going to take it on at Superstorm, the other danger. Uh, so uh, a cracking race, though, and uh, a bit of a couple of different angles there. We wrap up the Melbourne Cup Carnival with the 1,100-metre benchmark 80, where I'll finish the day with the favourite, Duchess of Dorset. Uh, hopefully Craig Williams can uh, at least finish on a winner. Uh, going really well, honest, and there's a few here that uh, have found their mark and are just sort of floating around. What are you thinking? Uh, look, I've settled on Duchess of Dorset as well. I think it's one of the better bets on the card. I think it gets third up tomorrow. Its form's outstanding. I think gate nine is perfectly um, drawn for it. Uh, 1,100 metres uh, down the middle of the track. Um, good form on this distance. Uh, first time down the Flamo Strait, so that'll be interesting. But So this is a high-speed galloper and... Uh, yeah, Duchess of Dorset for me. Main danger, potentially, year-long defence. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want the quaddy or do you want me to do this one? Mate, given that I haven't missed a lot, uh, I haven't missed, what one did I get on? How about it? Thursday? One of them. Got this one again? All right, all right. I'm doing this one again. All right. I'm going to go straight out nature strip. Yeah. Uh, that's that's uh, for certain. Uh, in the second leg, I'm going to go... Let me just get these in runner order. Numbers one, two, four, 11, and 14. Mm-hmm. 
Then in the next leg, in leg number three, I'm going to go three, four, and nine. Yep. And I'm going to come home the day uh, a little wider. I'm going to come home with numbers three, five, 11, 14, and 15. Beautiful. Uh, for progetracing.com.au, your best in value on the card. My best bet of the day comes up in race nine, number 14, the Duchess. I think it'll be hard to beat. And then my value bet comes up in race for number seven, Desert Rain. I'll make my I'll make my best race one number five hosier and my value will go with only words race five number two. We head to Rose Hill for the golden gift where the weather is a bit misly. The soft track, the rail goes three. We'll keep an eye on how it plays throughout the day. I think it'll be okay. Uh, if you can get through a little bit of cut in the ground, you'll be fine. We kick off with the stairs over the 2,400 metres where I wasn't quite sure what to do here, Beaver. Uh, I think Herman Hesse improves. Won't be ridden the same way and will improve. But uh, I end up finding Merlinite on top. It has the proper run on a Saturday. It oh, no, on the yeah on the Saturday there. Gets Alicia Collett and has had a few over the distance to get it ready for this. I was looking towards Merlinite. What were you thinking? Yeah, I was going for suppression from the Wallace Stable. Yeah, okay. uh, fresh, only had three starts this preparation. All have been pretty good runs. Um, look, I think it just sits behind the leader here, so it can uh, do do a little bit what it wants and uh, pop out and go past them if Tommy if Tommy Berry's on song. Race two is the highway, which I'm passing on. No highways for me, mate. Race three is the Benchmark 78 over the 1,800 metres. I'm giving Shibley another chance here. I, it was just given zero chance last time. I think mm. it gets ridden a bit closer from the gate and is the horse to beat from Lady Loves to Gamble, who is flying this prep and finally gets out to a distance that suits as well. So I think they're the two main chances. Uh, what are you thinking? Um, no, I've, I've settled on Mayfair Spirit uh, from the Ma Eustace stable. Uh, I like the way uh, it's... Uh, Finished off last start. It was only a couple of lengths by Ruby Tuesday, who came out and ran well mm. yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. It um, so I think that's pretty good form. Uh, I think it's okay with a bit of give in the ground. Uh, it's had, had a few starts on the soft and, and done quite well. Um, and prior to that, won a nice race, uh, carrying a big weight at Ramwick. So, um, yeah, I think Mayfair Spirits can be tough to beat. Race four, benchmark 78 over the 11. Uh, I, how do you how do you line up Amici coming to Sydney? Yeah, tricky. Um, look, new stable. Last time. Yeah, yeah, and it's and, and I thought it's uh, a couple of nice runs last time. I'm going to have it on top. Um, coming to this coming stable, uh, look, I'm willing to to play that it's uh, improved a bit and ready to go fresh. So I think Amici, the one on top for me, it's two out of two from the heavy and a win and a third from the soft. So I think it certainly likes the the sting out of the ground. Um, so I think it might be really hard to beat, actually. I think it probably gets back in. 
Yeah, I, I was looking for a bit of a push from you, so I'm happy to have it on top as well. I thought, uh, yeah, you've covered off pretty well there. Race five is the country classic over the 2,000 metres, where I was with Dream Runner, who has done some pretty good stuff in actual metro races, heads back to a country-level race. You probably get $4 tomorrow. The gate might be a concern, but we'll keep an eye on that. Mm. Uh, happy to have it on top, though, from number three, Kitzboil, who bolted in here, heavily backed and bolted in the highway last time and may well, well from that gate, I think rolls across and we'll have time to find close to the lead, but um, going with the Metro form predominantly here. How about yourself? Yeah. Kitsville, I, I would have been a bit more comfortable if Kitsville hadn't drawn the car park. Um, it is, it is in 21. There's been one scratching so far. Don't know how many more there'll be that might help it. Um, so I think it's going to be hard to beat and I am going to, get the alarm out i'm going to oh. get a uh, tip freedom square as well um from the mastara stable um it's had one start on the heavy for a win and um, that was at tamworth but uh was pretty good there and it wasn't bad last start behind kids kids school it looked um had, had its chances but uh finished off quite nicely and won't have to do much better if kids school has to have a difficult run no, fair so probably, yeah, they're the two. Race six is the midway benchmark 70. It starts getting, sorry to have seven, oh, sorry to have 10 races on some of these Saturday cards, but some of these are just a slog after a while, aren't they? Yeah, just a slog. Just, um, but I, I do have Pandora Blue on top, heavily back last start, straight to the front and bolted in. I think it repeats a dose, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, yeah, looks a pretty nice bet on this card, I actually think. I agree. Yeah, I think I probably have it as my best, to be honest. Race seven, the million-dollar English golden gift over the 1,100 metres for the two-year-olds. Uh, where I I like the win of Sajardin last start, so I'm sticking there. Uh, it was pretty impressive. And I thought the one at value here was Ebhar for the Snowden camp. It has trialled pretty well, and I think it's been saved for this, and it's about 16 bucks. So they were the two, but there's plenty of live chances here. What were you thinking? Yeah, I agree. Uh, the fame for was pretty good last start. Uh, finished off quite nicely. I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Um, the other one that I thought ran quite well last start was Sherba. Um, yeah. It had a tough run, had to go back to the start, but just kept finding the line. Uh, I think it could be further improved by that run. Um, that was a, that, that was over the 1,000 in a tricky race. <coughs> But a lot of it's pretty tricky because a lot of these haven't got a lot of form, if any, yeah. and they're first time on a softish to ish track. Yeah, so I guess we'll know more afterwards. The hot Danish is the other feature in the card, the Group Two fourteen hundred, named after the tough mare. What are you thinking here? Yeah, look, uh, pretty tricky affair. Um, to be honest, to finish off, I like Rock Clock. Um, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. It's third up, uh, handles the sting out of the ground. I think it's got better. It's got more quality than most of these. Um, still a fairly lightly raced five-year-old. Has only had the 19 career starts, and it's finished in a placing 12 of those. Um, Ramex not its best track, but uh, finished a nice second here behind Ice Bath last start, um, and is. Better off at the weights, and there's no ice baths in this. So I think nudge, uh, rock o'clock to beat nudge is the way to go. 
yeah, rock a clock on rock a clock on the top from me. Uh, yeah, Chase Tommy Meisbath, who went down and ran very well in the Group One last week. Uh, so to fall into it on top, it's at least uh, some of these are just haven't done anything for a long time. Uh, and the other one I was happy to throw in as a result was Polly Gray, who has done something in the last prep, has spelled in Queensland in his twenties, and it's been pretty good to us. So happy to have a, at least throw in the quaddie and have a small saver on it in this race, which I think some of these mares we won't see again after a race or two more. Race nine is the benchmark 78. Uh, what are you thinking here? No, I'm not super keen on anything here. If I was forced to have a pick, Calvary Queen, um, forgive last run. Gate one's a bit of a problem, but probably... Uh, Probably enjoys the sting out of the ground more than most of these. Uh, three starts back on the soft. There's only two lengths behind promise of uh, success, which is a very good horse. And then prior to that, um, it won a heavy one on a heavy um, at Kensington, um, which was a nice win. Although it had J Mac on board and doesn't have J Mac on board here, but nobody else does either. That is true. Very astute. Uh... I defaulted to Fox Fighter. It was okay last start. It's now a yo-yoing back and forward in distance. I'm not overly wrapped with, but uh, I just didn't know where else to go here. So I've I've gone with Fox Fighter with no real confidence. Uh, and I'm wrapping up the day over the 1400 meters benchmark 78 with the quick backup horse Sushak. It will just miss last start. It's been a recipe for Joe Pride for a long time to back him up on the wet and works quite well. I know he loses Nash, but. Uh, can bounce straight to the front and be hard to run down. Uh, but a few chances go in the quaddy. What are you thinking? Yeah, look, I, I tend to lean to, to Zuzjak as well. Um, quick backup is a good pointer. That was only Blau's late last start. Gets a three-kilo claim here. So gets in okay at the weights. Um, should go forward and uh, maybe too good and hold these off at the last of the day. Progretracing.com.au. I better run through a Sydney Quaddy. We'll go one Sajardin, two Noble, three Contemporary, four Shervo, eight Ohi, 11 Ebhar. Second leg, one Rocker Clock, two Polly Gray, six Tricky Girl. Race nine, four Blazer Trail, five Kinlock, eight Fox Fighter. And home with one Zushak, seven Blesk, eight Media Starguest, three Suave. Better throw in. So a bit wide there, but we'll see how the day pans out. For Progress Racing, your best and value, Beaver. Yeah, my value bet, just for you, race five, number 21 at Freedom Square. Very good. Um, if it happens to get scratched, oh. I'll go to, I'll, I'll put the bits. I'll get the side. Kitsville in the same race. Mm-hmm. Um, it's value as well. Those two, I'll be saving on both. And my best bet comes up in race eight, number one, Rock O'Clock. I'll make my best Pandora Blue in the midway. And I'll make my value Ebhar in the two-year-old race. And a, a something small on Polly Gray, as I've said, in the uh, the mayor's race there. Uh, anything up north? Mates, um, not not a lot of up north because there's a couple of shorties up there um, early in the day, which makes it really hard. And then the, the other ones are, you know, not worth backing um, to a large extent. Uh, I do have one in race six, number two, Ligulate, um, mm-hmm. usually runs well for me. So I think it'll be hard to beat. 
Um, and that's about it. If you wanted to have another one in the last, resuming, wonderful Riri. Um, race eight, number five. But Ligulate is my best up there. And uh, I only tipped one yesterday and that won the last in Think Glory. So thank you thank very you. much, King Never of the North. Either. Never in doubt. No. Uh, good way to finish up there. Good job, Beaver. We'll get this up thank now. Thank you. This has been Show Us Your Tips for ProGroupRacing.com.au. Apologies for the late... Uh, late edition of the show, but we'll be back next Tuesday with midweek racing. I believe it's at Hawkesbury though. So I might even take that one under advisement. I don't think I want to bet there ever again. So, uh, <laughs> but there's more racing next Saturday, I'm sure. So good luck tomorrow punters. Enjoy the last week of the uh, cup carnival and we'll talk to everyone soon.